Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechus Yavama's Perek Zayin, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. Now, the case here is going to be a woman is permitted to marry a Kohen, um, and she brings slaves into her marriage. Ba'as Yisrael Shinisas Kohen, a daughter of Yisrael, as in she's a non-Kohen, marries a Kohen. Ve'chnisu she brings slaves into her marriage. Bein ovdei melug, bein avdei tzom barzel, harizei yochlu truma, they may eat truma, regardless of their melug status or their, their tzom barzel status. Uh, because we consider anything acquired, anything that a, the Kohen acquires, as in he acquires his wife, so then he acquires everything that she owns as well. Okay. Ubas Kohen Shnisa Yisrael, that's the opposite case as well. The daughter of a Kohen, who was allowed to eat Truma, married to Yisrael, Bechnisi Lo, and she brings slaves with him. Bein Avdi Muluk, Bein Avdi Tzom Barzel, Hari Eilu Lo Yachlu Truma, they may not eat Truma because they, the slaves become disqualified because they belong to the woman who herself now is disqualified because she uh, belongs to this non, her husband who's a non-Kohen. All right, Mishnah Gimel, there's a lot of assumptions in this Mishnah which I don't want to get into because there's a lot there, but some of the assumptions we're going to assume are that a fetus could have a status of being a Kohen or Yisrael. We're also making an assumption, and that is called Uber Yerech Ima, which means that a, a fetus is not its own independent entity necessarily, but actually look at it as a limb of the mother. What the implications for that are, we're not going to get into at all. It's a big machlokas, although I think most paskin Uber Yerech Ima, they, they pass in this way. But that being the case, um, for all intents and purposes, and there's one nafkin, by the way, maybe, maybe, um, if a woman converts when she has a baby in her stomach, a fetus, does the fetus have to do some sort of conversion itself? Or do we say, uber yerchimo, that because he's a limb of the mother, same way the mother converted, so to the fetus. Again, I'm opening a can of worms, even with that comment, so we're going to leave it at that. Why are we bringing this up now? So the case here is going to be what happens if um, a Kohen, uh, uh, excuse me, what happens when a woman marries a Kohen? She's a non, she's, she comes from non-Kohunic descent. She herself marries a Kohen. And she brings slaves into the marriage. Um, what happens, therefore, and she has a baby. She has a, she has a fetus. She's, she's pregnant. And the husband were to die. So the, the case is as follows. If the husband, her husband dies, so if there are other Kohen sons, they inherit the Tzon Barzel, the slaves that her that his wife brought into, his, first, his other wife brought into the marriage, um, or let's say it could be this wife as well, brought into the marriage, and therefore the slaves are now owned by Kohan and they can still eat Truma. What's going to complicate things here is going to be if the Kohen leaves sons and also his pregnant wife. Okay, so the first, I, I, I just muddled two parts. In a simple case where Kohen leaves sons, they inherit the slaves of his father. So even though this woman is a non-Kohen who married a Kohen, her slaves now inherited by her sons, and therefore they're still owned by Kohen, they can eat truma. The case here is she's also uh, pregnant. So you have, you have a Kohen who has sons and who has a pregnant wife, and the case is going to be, uh, what are the status of the slaves? Because in a way, they're owned by the sons, but they're also owned by this fetus. And depending on the, if we consider the fetus to be a Kohen or not, meaning maybe uber yerachimo, uh, 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 a part of the mother, or no, it's its own independent entity, and therefore they're a Kohen, so then that's going to depend on what the slaves can do. Ba'as Yisrael. So again, you have a woman who's a Yisrael, uh, the daughter of Yisrael. She needs a Kohen, and she marries a Kohen. She's allowed to eat truma. Benichum uberis. And he up and dies. Umes, he dies, but he leaves as she's still expecting. Her son barzel slaves may not eat truma. Again, son barzel are the ones that the husband actually acquires. Why? Because part of 
the slaves are owned by the fetus. The fetus is going to have some sort of share, assuming the fetus is male. It's also an assumption. They know ultrasounds back then. And since the slaves are partially owned by the Cohen's sons, who are Kohanim, and partially owned by the fetus, who we're going to see is not necessarily considered the father's child until he's born, meaning he doesn't have the status of a Cohen until he's born. So now these are they're, they're, these are slaves not fully owned by Kohanim, so they can't eat it. So we may be making an assumption here that the uh, Uber is not considered a Cohen until it's born. The Ubar disqualifies, this fetus disqualifies the slaves from eating truma. Moreover, in general, the Uber can disqualify a mother from eating truma. That is, if she's the Cohen's daughter who marries a non-Cohen, she can eat truma until she becomes pregnant. Once she becomes pregnant, if they were to get divorced, she can still no longer go back to her father's house and eat truma. Moreover, the Uber does not entitle the mother to eat truma. If she's a non-Cohen, married to Cohen, if she's not a Cohen, if she's a non-Cohen who marries a Cohen, we see from over here that she's not necessarily entitled to eat truma. And the case here is as follows. Let's say you have a, a woman who marries a Cohen. If a woman marries a Cohen, so she can eat truma. If they get divorced or uh, he dies, they cannot eat truma. If she marries a Cohen and she has children, so even if they get divorced or die, she can eat truma. What if she has an Uber? She only has a fetus. She's no longer allowed to eat truma if they divorce or die. So we see that the Uber does a very funny thing. On the one hand, the Uber does not entitle her to eat truma, meaning... That if she if she um if she the marries non Cohen and if she marries a Cohen and have an Uber she's not entitled to eat truma she loses that right if the husband dies and also the this fetus disqualifies his mother from eating truma that is if she's a Cohen's daughter who marries a non Cohen um once she has she's pregnant she can no longer eat truma if the marriage were to to terminate. Dibra of Yosi these words are of Yosi. Amr lo this the chacham seder of Yosi miachasheid italano al bas Yisrael lekohen. Once you have testified to us with regard to the daughter of Yisrael who marries a Cohen and dies, that her son bars of slaves may not eat truma because of the fetus uh, share of the, uh, of the slaves, Afbas Cohen, the Cohen, so too, if a Cohen's daughter were to marry a Cohen, umes, and die, venuchum uberes, and she leaves, uh, she's pregnant, they still can eat truma, meaning to say as follows, it's not that we're trying to say, um, uh, what's the status of this uber, what we're establishing is this uber is just is not as a non-Cohen, you're not a Cohen until you're born, and therefore, so long as this fetus has, uh, has inherited these Son Barzal slaves, the Son Barzal slaves are not considered partially owned by a non-Kohen, and therefore they cannot eat truma. I wish you all a wonderful day.